My mom makes it. Dude, your yeah. mom ho- makes homemade crab cakes? Homemade. Oh my god! Is it like a family recipe that that like has been passed down, or did she create it? Do you do you know what? Do you know what? I created it. To be honest, I think she did. Damn. Yeah. Dude, that's a cool mom. It's amazing, man. I'm telling you, just oh god. Wait, do do you like mac and cheese though? Mm, not really. Damn, I was way off, man. Hello and welcome to the Graham Radio Podcast. The Graham Radio Podcast is brought to you by One Music Collective. One Music Collective is a production studio in Tampa, Florida, producing podcasts and music. It is also a record label. Follow One Music Collective on Instagram for dope content and more info. Graham Radio is my little baby, and I love Graham Radio, and it's the podcast that you're listening to right now. It is the entity through which I am creative. And I love it. Welcome to the Graham Radio Podcast. This episode features Y.O. He is a really, really cool rapper. Tells some great stories. Uh, We both tell some great stories. We both talked about all this crazy, awesome stuff. We we actually philosophized about whether or not there should be an age restriction on face tattoos. I mean, currently it's 18 years old. Right now you can be 18 years old and go get a face tattoo. And um, I think that that is a big decision for an 18-year-old to make. I think it's a big decision for a 28-year-old to make. A tattoo anywhere. And, I mean, should there be an age restriction, like, for various parts of your body to get a tattoo on? Like, maybe on your butt, it's 14. On your chest, it's 18. On your forearm, it's 20. Like, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, DM me. I, I don't know. Or, or don't. Who cares? It's just a funny little thing to think about. And we thought about it on this podcast. That said... Follow Graham Radio, follow One Music Collective, follow Y underscore O underscore All Red, because that's Y.O.'s Instagram. And check out the One Music Collective or OMC Live Mix 1 on the Graham Radio SoundCloud. That is a mix of dope edits of cool popular songs and independent music that is sent into omctampa at gmail.com. If you are an independent musician and you want to be featured on an, on a, on an OMC live mix, all you got to do is send the MP3 file to omctampa at gmail.com. All right, y'all. Episode 70 of the Graham Radio Podcast with Y.O. This is Graham. Enjoy the show. Um, hello, Y.O. This is exciting. You are in Maryland, and the reason that I know that is right above you. <laughs> well, I'm I'm actually I'm originally from Maryland, but I do live in Oklahoma at the time right now. Oh shit, you live in Oklahoma. Wait, yo, let me ask you a question. Do you do you know a rapper named Alvakine? Alvakine, Alvakine. Uh, I don't think I do. All right, he's a rapper. He's a New York rapper, but he's from Oklahoma. He's a really really cool dude. Ah, I don't I don't think I've ever heard of him to be honest ah. with you. Well, it's all good. Well, dude, before we get started, do me a favor. Um, introduce yourself, promote whatever you want to promote. Like, it's, it's always good to do this in the beginning. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I appreciate it. So my name is Y.O. I'm originally from Cambridge, Maryland. I am uh, out of OKC right now. Um, I am working on a new project. It's an EP, and it's called Lanes. It's going to be on all streaming platforms on April the 20th, 420. So hey. all my Yes, sir. Of course. Um, the new single from the album is out now. It's called Pick a Side and it's featuring Rated R, my little cousin. And it's, uh, it's doing re- well right now. It's actually at 10,000 on Spotify. So, and that's since Friday. So, hey, it's doing really good. Dude, that's incredible, man. Congrats. Thank you. I so, appreciate it. 
What is hashtag too much? Um, hashtag too much is a duo that I'm a part of with my okay. partner, Ben Rich. Um, he's actually living in OKC as well. Me and him were actually in the military together. That's how we ended up in Oklahoma. So really? we, uh, yeah, we formed a duo and uh, we uh, we probably, we got a good name out here in Oklahoma. Pretty big name out here. So you, uh, so the military took you to Oklahoma and you decided to stay. Yes, sir. How long have you been in Oklahoma but not in the military? Um, I got out in 2015. Okay, you got out in 20. So so now it's so you've been there for six years. Okay, but uh, like the total amount of time in Oklahoma, including military, was how long? Excuse me, was how long? Eleven years, if I'm not mistaken. Damn. Okay. Wow. So you were um, was Oklahoma the only place that you were ever in the military? Um, it's the only uh, home station I've ever been to, but I have traveled a pretty good amount. I've been to Dubai twice, so that was Whoa. the best part. How's that? It was amazing, man. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> like, I, uh, how long were you there for? Uh, the first time I was there for six months. The second time I was there for four. Oh wow! So what did you do in your time off in Dubai? Um, you get to you can get to um go explore the city, go to restaurants, uh, go to the beach. Um, uh, you can take like a desert camel tour or ATVs and stuff like that. It's it's pretty dope, man. Well, wait. So honestly, okay, desert camel tour sounds sort of boring, but it, dude, eh, it's, it's alright. It's yeah, because I've done a, I've done a devil uh, a devil a, a desert camel tour before, and yeah. I was like, get me off of this stupid camel. <laughs> but I've never been on an ATV before. So you were ATVing on sand dunes. Yeah, the ATVing is way more fun than the camels. But the camels are entertaining though because they you know they poop and spit and sit down whenever they want to. So I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, listen, hey, man, I poop and spit and uh, sit down whenever I want to, and I'm not that entertaining. So, <laughs> no, I'm pretty entertaining. Um, I am in, here's what I'm envisioning. I'm envisioning you and your luscious dreadlocks just blowing in the wind, <laughs> driving these on these sandy. Uh, is that about right? Like, is there just sand everywhere and an ATV? It, there's, there's sand every, everywhere. The only part that was missing was the dreadlocks. When I, when I was in the military, I couldn't have these. So, oh, yeah, that was, that's true. Did you, were, was, were you bald? I was damn near bald, yeah. Damn near bald. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. Dude, I, like, I see, I, I, I love my hair. Like, I have a love-hate relationship with my hair because it's sort of thinning out here. But, like, yeah. bro, one day I'm going to be a bald beard guy. Like, that's going to happen. One day I'm just going to post it. I'm going to change the picture on my um, on my logo for Graham Radio, and I'm going to be a bald beard guy, and it's going to be glorious. And then I'm going to be in Dubai on an ATV with my luscious long beard flowing yeah. in the in – the, is it – wait, <laughs> this is a silly question. Yeah. Okay, so Dubai is in the United Arab Emirates. Right. Is that separate from Saudi Arabia or uh that's a good question, man. I, I don't know the answer to that question. Whatever. I'm, yeah, if you're listen if you're listening to this podcast, uh please uh DM me the answer and I'll send I'll send it over to YO. Um so what uh what else did you do in Dubai? Anything interesting, anything crazy happen? Um not really. I got a chance to experience the McDonald's over there, and it was kind of different. Wait, what do you mean experience? The, is it an experience? 
well, not really an experience. Probably to the tourists it is, but you know, to people from there, it's probably just normal McDonald's. But, but what? So why is it an experience to tourists? I mean, the the menu is different. You know, everybody everybody speaks English, and it's like it's more luxurious. Ooh, a little bit. like a the, little. like the patties are patties. I don't know what they are to be honest with you. Well, but okay, what I've heard is that in other countries, the uh-huh. patties in McDonald's and uh, Burger King are actually made of a cow rather than just whatever the hell is in it in America. Like, how often do you? Be honest. Be honest. How often do you eat McDonald's here? Um, hmm. maybe twice a month. Okay. Ooh. That is kind of a lot. My kids eat it more than me, but oh, you have, oh, you have kids. Oh, that makes sense. Then that makes sense. Kids love McDonald's a yeah. lot. Yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> do they get? How old are your kids? Uh, I have a ten-year-old and a three-year-old. Oh wow, cute! That's yeah. so fun. So ten years old. That's what fourth grade. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, do you like the teacher? Does the is the te- Do you approve of the teacher? Is is he or she cool? Uh, why? Wow, what's up? What's what's up? I mean, I don't, I don't really, I don't really, I'm not as, as informed as as his mother is about okay. the teacher. I mean, as from what I gather, it's fine. I mean, it's like a prep school, I guess. Oh, so, classy! Yeah, nice. my, my, my son lives in Chicago with his mother. Oh, got you. Okay, that's cool. And yeah. then my daughter. And your daughter lives with you. Okay, nice, man. Dude, that's got to be a trip to have kids. Man, it's a job, man. <laughs> it's a job. Oh, oh, dude, I'm sure. No, nah, but that's good for you. I mean, it's, it's a, not only is it a job, it's the hardest job. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. I, dude, absolutely. So I want to jump into uh, your music career. So yep. while you were in the military, did you, uh, like, had you done any music before that? Or was, is this all after the military? Yeah, uh, before the military, I had been uh, recording, engineering, and making beats, and rapping and singing probably since about like fifth or sixth grade. So it just came naturally when when I came here and went to school for it and everything. So, uh, like, do you wait? Hold up. Are any of those recordings like in some vault somewhere? Like the the vault of Yo? They must. I mean, dude, they they didn't disappear unless you threw away the laptop. You know. I think some of them are online still. I don't oh, have the old. Shit. Yeah, some of them are online probably. Oh, nice man, nice. So Those are like old, old, old stuff. That's like old stuff. <laughs> like the origins of yeah. Yo. There you go. What, yeah. who, who, like when you were doing that back in back in you said fifth uh, or like fifth grade, seventh grade, like around that yeah. time. Who who were your big influences? Uh, definitely Lil Wayne. First of all, yeah, Lil, Lil, and probably Jay Z. Dude, you know how many people say Lil Wayne? A lot. Dude, <laughs> so many. Like, what do you like uh, from Lil Wayne? Like, what, what are some of your big songs, big albums? Um, I like the Carter, the first Carter. Um, yeah. Carter 2, definitely. Um, all of his mixtapes. All of his mixtapes. I do. I, the, I, the only mixtape of him, of his that I know is No Ceilings. And I feel like kind of everyone knows that mixtape. What's a really fire mixtape that uh, the listeners of this podcast should listen to? Dedication 2. Dedication 2. Okay. A- any specific song that stands out? 
All of them. <laughs> All of them. It's a, it's a, it's a cover to cover mixtape. Yes. Yes, indeed. Dude. Nice, man. Yeah. Like the one thing that I love about Lil Wayne is that like, okay. You know, when you're watching Sean White do a 10 80 on a half pipe in the X games right. and, and he just makes it look seamlessly easy. That's yeah. what, that's what Lil Wayne does with rap and his punchlines yeah. and stuff. Like, uh, my, my favorite Lil Wayne line, you, um, you, you go need that latex. Cause you don't want that late text that I think I'm late X. Yeah. Dude. Bars. That's the one. Dude. Yeah. That's, that is absolutely. Bar- is there like a Lil Wayne lyric that like you just love, like you can't get enough of? Uh, I know there's so many. It can be hard to think of just one specific one. 70 million of them just went through it just now. Uh, oh, I know, I know. And it's like you can't even pull one. It's, impo- it's, it's hard. Uh, it's like asking what your favorite food is. It's like you love different shit for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't bring one out. <laughs> it's all yeah. good. You know, with that being said, what is your favorite food? Uh, my favorite food actually is... Well, wait, I'm going to guess. Hold on, wait, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. For some reason, I think that your favorite food is macaroni and cheese. No? My favorite food is actually actually a delicacy in Maryland. Crab cakes. Oh, my. I was. Wow. Okay. Wait, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Um, I was like, I was thinking. I was going to say sushi and then I was going to say lobster, but then I was like, Oh, he's in Oklahoma. Like he doesn't like that shit. And I didn't even re I forgot about the fucking Maryland thing. Like, obviously that makes so much sense, dude. Oh yeah. Dude, uh, how, about, yeah. how about crab cakes with like no filler and it's just all crab, bro. God, especially the way. My- oh my God. Man. Especially the way what? My mom makes it. Dude, your yeah. mom ho- makes homemade crab cakes. Homemade. Oh my god! Is it like a family recipe that that like has been passed down, or did she create it? Do you do you know what? Do you know what? I created it. To be honest, I think she did. Damn. Yeah. Dude, that's a cool mom. It's amazing, man. I'm telling you, just oh god. Wait, do do you like mac and cheese though? Mm. Not really. Damn, I was way off, man. Yeah, well, I'm, well, well. Okay, listen to this, man. Wait, what'd you say? It depends on who makes it. That's true. Okay, well, let me tell you something. My mom has a recipe for lobster mac and cheese. Ooh. Ooh, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's really, really good. And she throws in some, like, spicy stuff. I don't know what it is, but, bro, it's so, 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 so good. Uh, oh, yeah, man. Dude, if you're ever in uh, – if, if, if I'm back home, like, back in, like, in my hometown and you're there, bro, I'm going to f- force my mom to make you some. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm from Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay, Florida. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Have you ever been to Florida? I've been to uh, Daytona Beach and uh, what's it called? Uh, Palm Coast. Oh, cool, man. That's awesome. I almost went to uh, Bethune Cookman for music. I, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. It's a university in Daytona Beach. Oh, nice, man. Cool. So um, I want to go back to like, okay, it's fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. You're listening to Wayne, you're loving it. Um, now in high in in high school, are you rapping at all or not really? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, I was and, shows back then. You were what? Me and my brother and my cousins, we were doing shows. 
Oh, dude, no way. Wait, did you guys have music that you dropped and would sing? Dude, you got to find that stuff, man. Bro, you got to like, yeah. bro, 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 bro. <laughs> you got to find that. Just throw it all up on SoundCloud under a playlist called The Vaults, the YO Vault or something. Yeah, I do, man. It, it'll probably bring those old, all those old fans back too. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. And, and, and like, people who become a fan of something want to see where you started. Like, they want to see like what you, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You came from how it, and like your progression. Exactly. What? Uh, was there a certain venue that you guys would always play at? Yeah, uh, it was called. Well, back then it was called. Uh, what was it called? I want to say it was called Club Envy. And then it changed to like Club. It had a number and then it was like Club Du Jour and now Deja Vu. I don't know what it's called now, but it was that club. And then it was another one other one that shut down now that we always did. Always did. How many people would be on stage at once? Um, I would say no more than four. Four. Because, well, four or five. It was about four or five of us. All right. Are you still in contact with those with those boys who you were performing with? Oh yeah, yeah. One is my older brother, and the rest of them are my cousins. Oh shit! Damn. Yeah. So so it's literally fam. Yep. Yeah, family force. I love that, man. Cool. Are they are any of them rapping as well or no? Like currently? Um. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, one of my little cousins. He's he's gonna be on the album with me. Um. My older brother, I guess he's taking a hiatus. The, the, most of the older ones are, you know, stepping back from it a little bit. But the, the younger ones, me and a couple of the other ones, we still are. Nice. Yeah, good for you. Do you produce all your own stuff? Yes. Damn, that is not easy. And engineer? Yes, sir. Home studio? Yes, sir. Oh, we're Love. in the studio right now. Yes, sir. We are in the stew, live and direct. Do you uh, take, like, booking sessions? Do people come through? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Someone just left before we started. Uh, How was it? It was an artist named uh, LeWayne. LeWayne, I think. That's a little bit too close to something kind of familiar. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, whenever I see... Okay. How about the first time that I saw the name Lil Nas X? Well, the first time I saw it, I thought... I thought he was like trying, like trying to be like Nas's son, like the rapper Nas. I thought it was well, like, yeah, yeah, dude, yo, that's exactly what I'm saying. When I saw that, I was like, there is one Nas, and that's it. No one else can be named Nas, so I don't know what this guy is doing. But and dude, then, I, then I seen the Old Town Road thing, and I'm, I'm thinking, nah, he's not related to Nas. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nas is, <laughs> Nas is insanely good at social media, though. Is. Yeah, that, really. that's how he blew up. He made a bunch of viral videos of Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. And, and who was the singer on there with him? Uh, well, at first he wasn't with him, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. But yeah. uh, eventually he got like he like the song blew up, and then Billy Ray Cyrus got on the song, and it blew up even more. That's crazy. He made so much money off of that song, man. It's mind blowing. Oh, dude, yeah. I feel like he would be cool to have a conversation with too. Yes, I agree. He seems like I, a really cool dude. Like, yeah. what what current rapper would you want to uh, work with? Current rapper, um, Lil Baby, definitely. Oh, he's good, man. What's the album with the white sculpture and the green snake? Um, that's uh, what is it? Drip, 
something drip too hard or something or is that the song i think drip I'm, too hard is on that yeah yeah it's some drip season or something i don't know but my favorite one is my turn that's that's the one that's yeah. the one damn yeah. i got damn i gotta listen to that um do it's funny out what it's the newest one he dropped Okay, yeah, I, I got to listen to that. Yeah, I'm not, like, super big on Lil Baby, but I know who it is. Like, I really fuck with him. Yeah, he's dope, man. I, I would say him and probably Chris Brown, definitely. Chris Brown's amazing, man. Um, who else? Big Sean, uh, Nipsey Hussle, if I could, man. Um, yeah. J. Cole. I want to work with types of guys, man. Dude, that'd be fucking sweet. So – as you were in the military, you knew that you wanted to get back into rapping. So what was like the entrance back into rapping? Um, I think the entrance was when I met uh, Ben Rich, the other half of Hashtag Too Much. Okay, how did you meet him? Um, we were both in the military and um, a friend of mine that was in with us introduced me to him. So, and then from there, we just started making music since that first day we met, started making music together. Like you guys and, had an initial conversation like, hey, I want to make music. Hey, I also want to make music. And you went for it. Yeah, he was actually already like uh, making music in his dorm room on, on the military base. Wow, on a laptop or something? Yeah, he had a laptop set up in his dorm room and he was recording out of there. And my friend had told me about it and he took me over there one day and we, that's how it started. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. Dude, dude, that's so fun. That must have been so exciting the first time uh, seeing that laptop and seeing the music happening. Yeah. Yeah, because it, it made me think like, okay, I need to get my stuff back now. What, yeah. would he, let, let me ask something. Could you get in trouble in the military for, do something, for doing something like that or no? Recording in your dorm room? Yeah. Okay. Could you? Not really. I mean, unless somebody complained about the noise, that's probably about it. Okay. D did you ever get in trouble in the military? Mm -mm, never. Did you see other people getting in trouble for the military? Yes. Oh, for, do yeah. for doing what? Um, drugs, um, cheating on their wives. Uh, do you get kicked out if you cheat on your wife? Yes. Wow. Yes. Really? And they take your money. <laughs> If you cheat, if you cheat on your wife, yeah, you get kicked out of the military. That's uh, I mean, bump you pay grade before they kick you out. What? They'll bump you down in pay grade for six months and then kick you out. That's terrible. I, I've I've heard that if you're married, that you, they give you a house. Um. Well, they they give you um what's called BAS. It's a it's an, a sustenance allowance, and then they give you a housing. allowance. Once you get married, you get both of those, and then you're allowed to move off base into your own house. Oh, but then you're then you're still working for the military, obviously full time. But you have your own house and you basically your own life. Yeah, you just drive on base every morning for work. Oh, that's not bad. Like, like, what does work consist of when you're doing that? Um, for me, being a mechanic, um, you know, we had to be to work at what six thirty in the morning. We worked on the flight line where all the planes were, so. It's constantly noise. Got to keep hearing protection on. Um, jet fuel smelling everywhere. I mean, you constantly getting dirty. Damn. But for people who worked indoors, like in the offices, they were they were the they were the what we call them noners, non workers, because they you know you sit behind a desk all day, you stay clean and shiny. <laughs> the job that you initially described sounds a lot more fun. Getting down and dirty. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had some. 
good times. <laughs> was there like a local bar that you guys would go out to all together? So, because you lived on base, you were in a dorm. At first I was, yeah. And then I got married. That was the only thing back then. <laughs> oh, I mean, dude, it's pro- there's probably a lot of incentive to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that makes a lot of sense that they would kick you out or at least like lower your pay grade because like you're, if you're married, you're getting all these incentives. If you cheat on your wife, then I mean, come on. Well, either way, if you cheat on your wife, you're an asshole. But if we're giving you all this stuff like to incentivize you to get married and you just cheat on your wife, then you're shitting on the military. That's true. That is true. See how they look at it. Exactly. So why did you go to the military initially? Um, Well, I went because I, like I said, I was supposed to go to Bethune Cookman University in Daytona Beach, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get any financial aid. So um, I had an older cousin that had already went to the Air Force. So I figured, why don't I do that? It said they'll pay for my school. So I went to the Air Force and got them to pay for my school. And And what school did you go to? Uh, University of Central Oklahoma. They have a music academy there. Not oh, so you got like a you have a music degree. Mm-hmm. Nice, yes, sir. man. What's that called? Like a bachelor of something in music or? Yeah, a contemporary music production. A contemporary music production. Oh, that's cool, man. So, um, what about leaving the uh, the military? Why would you leave? Um, I just figured um it was my time. It it was just a stepping stone for me. I, I never planned on making it a career. But um, I just figured, you know, I, I'll get my benefits and I'll spring my life forward from there as far as my music goes. So I just I just thought it was time. Oh, nice. And um, so that was six years ago. So for the last six years, you've been doing music full time. Yes, sir. Well, oh, I'll, dude. You what? My free time goes towards my music almost. Oh, what about like your non-free time? Do you have like a full time job or something? Yes. And and uh, do you not want to talk about that on the pod or uh, mm, no? Nah, it's all good. Don't worry about it. I mean, it's still a maintenance job. If if that's me, it's, it's still maintenance. I still do maintenance. Okay, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah man. Um, dude, that looks like a vintage ass uh, Nike ho- Nike hoodie. I fuck with that. Oh yeah, somebody gave this to me. I don't even remember who. Oh, nice, man. That's I- a long time. Dude, I have a vintage uh, champion. Well, vintage. It's not actually vintage. I got it at like Sports Authority in like 2016, but it looks really like faded and old and stuff. So I really like wearing it. I got it before uh, the whole champion craze happened. So like it, I, I would wear I would wear it and be like, oh shit, that's champion. I'm like, yeah, it is. Meanwhile, I got it like fucking. Years. Yeah, I, I got really, it in like 2016. You know, you know, people back in the day, like in the late 90s used to get made fun of for wearing champion and now it's popular oh yeah dude yeah bro in like bro if i if if uh, so i went to high school 2000 uh like uh i graduated high school in 2013 and Mm -hmm. literally all through high school you never saw champion because it was dorky it was so dorky to wear champion but now it's like so cool (laughs) anything you see at walmart was not cool at all (laughs) <laughs> no absolutely not man how, okay how okay how about this how about dad shoes dad shoe what are those you know like those super thick nike shoes the white leather nike shoes that are super thick okay yeah 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 those got really really like trendy because of kanye west like the yeezys ah. that kanye west would put out what like made like those thick almost like skateboarding shoe 
yeah. very, very popular for people to wear. And then that like transitioned into Nike. Like, dude, if you look at like the fucking Air Maxes nowadays, it's like yeah. really, really, it's super, super thick. I think that's just like the state of the fashion industry. And dude, you know what uh, like is honestly like scary and sort of messed up? Like for the last few years, um, face tats have been trendy. Face like, Oh, yeah. Think, think about that. Like, really think about, like, how messed up that actually is. The fact that face tats are trendy. Like, that is th- the ultimate decision. That's, like, a – that is a bigger decision than, like, having a kid. Because you, like like, like – like, God – like, you have a kid for – hopefully all of your life you know what i mean like obviously but a face tattoo it's guaranteed all of your life unless you like pay a bunch of money to get it removed and there's also so much stigma involved like if you have a face tat and you are surrounded by people with face tats like i'm i know a bunch of people with face i mean i work in the music industry i know a bunch of people with face tats i'm sure that you know a bunch of people with face tats i'm sure that people close to you have face tats just as as do i and dude like i'm not here to say like like that's a bad thing but i'm i am here to say like okay let me ask you a question do you think that there should be an age restriction on face tattoos I think it should be an age restriction on tattoos, period. What I mean, there is. It's 18. Yeah. 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 And then with your parents' consent. Maybe like um maybe they should change that age restriction to like certain parts of your body and make other parts of your body like, okay, you know what? You can get an ass tattoo if you're 14 years old. Like, sure, fine. You get, I mean, bro, you'll regret it. You'll regret it. But it's like <laughs> I, like I, better to regret an ass tattoo than like a fucking face tattoo. Okay. 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 Exactly. And I feel like uh, like all the fourteen year olds who got uh, ass tats would <laughs> uh, would like have that like regretful feeling and then be uh, like motivated to not get a tattoo that they may regret in the future. For the record, I've never known any fourteen year olds with ass tats. Oh, I've- dude. Wait. I didn't even when I was 14, I never knew any with ass hats. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me tell you a little story. Okay. In 2015, mm-hmm. might have been might have been 14. I feel like it was 15. I go to the basketball courts to play some basketball. There's mm-hmm. no one on the basketball court. It had been like raining a little bit that day, but I just wanted to like shoot around. I go to the basketball court and I'm shooting around and I see that like this short little black dude, uh, like, like, like a kid. Like, I, I, at that time I, I was probably like 20 and this kid looked like he was maybe 14 years old, maybe 13. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked 14. So hence why I'm telling this story because about a 14 year old. Um, Little black kid walks onto the court, starts shooting around at a different uh, basketball court. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I want to play with someone. Like basketball is, a, basketball is more fun with more than one person. Mm-hmm. So I start walking up to him. And as I'm walking up to him, I start to notice that he has like, a, like an arm tattoo. And I get a little bit closer and I see that he has, like, on his other arm, like, a lot of tattoos. And then I see mm-hmm. on his chest, he has a gigantic tattoo. And I ask him, like, hey, man, do you want to play basketball? And he looks at me. He's like, no. I'm like, 
uh, are you sure? Like, I, I'll play you in one-on-one. He's like, no. I'm like, <laughs> okay. You want to know what that chest tattoo said? What? Cleopatra. What? Do you know who has a chest tattoo named Cle- that, that, with Cleopatra? Who? XXX. That was X? I didn't know it at the time. But I never forgot, like, the tattoos that this, that this kid had. And then, like, years wow. later, I see some little short black dude get super famous and with, like, all these tattoos. And I see his tattoo. And, dude, actually, oh, my God, I skipped a whole part of the story. As I was asking him to play basketball and he was like, no, I was like, I had to say something about the tattoos because he was so young. I said, hey, you have a lot of tattoos. And he was like, yeah, my mom uh, let me get them. And if, if you watch any interview with X, like – Half of the interview, he talks about his mom. I'm exaggerating, but he always brings up his mom in every single interview, like always. So, dude, like, wow, that was that was like, like I look back on that moment, and obviously, like at the time, like why on earth would I take a picture with him? Like right. that would be the weirdest possible thing that I could do. But and also around that, like X went to my middle school. Like X, I mean, he got kicked out of it because he got kicked out of all the fucking middle schools for like fighting and shit. But X, like, and this is after I went to uh, my middle school, Falcon Cove. If you, anyway, if the listeners want to look it up, um, like X went to Falcon at some point at when I was already in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that like that dude had a lot of face tats, but he, yeah. he but but he got yeah. super famous. And I feel like the more famous you are, the more you can get away with anything. Oh yeah. You can do what you want. Not <laughs> not all that you want. Like, dude, one thing that um always kind of, that makes me think a lot is like, um, money can't save you. Yeah. Like, if you're in trouble for like murder, if you're in trouble for like fraud, like it doesn't matter how much money you have. Like, you're getting if you're getting prosecuted by the federal government, then hey, guess what? You might be able to spend all of this money on um attorneys but oj i mean yeah oj but like look at look at what oj had to go through you know how much yeah. mo- you know how much money oj spent on attorneys like damn s- what he damn near spent all of his money um oh wait i'm sorry i just got hold on I- i'm sorry about this i just got like a really important text i hate that i'm saying this but like i've been waiting on this like all fucking day hold on like two seconds <laughs> i didn't know if we could share this footage at all either but what didn't it could, i was, well i thought i could like uh like share the footage to facebook oh there is a way to do that with zoom but you have to pay like ah. zoom has yeah trust me i have looked this up before like what the the wait hold on i need to read this i'm sorry all right sorry about that and we're back um yeah so the the way to like uh stream like a you basically be hacking zoom is like do you know obs like the letters obs it's a software Mm -mm. so obs is the software that like all the video game streamers use to stream their video games i actually use it to record my podcast like the way it works is like you uh connect your um you you connect your cameras to the computer 
Uh, you can actually even connect your computer basically to itself and run like a screen recording. And then you like stream that to like YouTube or Twitch or whatever the hell. What you could do is um, you could screen record a Zoom call and then mm -hmm. input, input that into OBS and then stream OBS to like YouTube or something. But this, oh. will, be, this will be out soon. Like this is being recorded on, um, on the eve of March. The and eve. February 28th. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, this will, this will be out soon. Um, but it, it is fun to, uh, to go live on YouTube. I've, I've gone live a few times and dude, people just get excited about that. Like, yes. I, yeah, like I, I went live with a, uh, like for a podcast, I went live with a couple friends of mine, like not artists, just like it was a friend podcast. And mm -hmm. we texted the link to a few people and people were like literally calling in and like, just so that they could be on the live. It was, it was cute. <laughs> like hey one more 15 seconds ah, the pain <laughs> i'm on the gram radio podcast meanwhile like two people are listening <laughs> like right dude yeah man so like what's the closest that you ever got to a celebrity um the closest i ever got uh i guess a a concert that's probably about as close as i've ever got what was like a dope concert that you went to um, I've been to, I've been to Boys the Men. I've been to Chris Brown, Tory Lanez, uh, Lil Wayne with Ti and Two Chains. Uh, Joanne Lucas, he was there with uh, Chris Brown, Yellow Beezy, uh, Ty Dolla Sign. Those were all like in one. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Dude, fun man. Yeah, that's, it was that's crazy. a good time. So, like, who do you who do you listen to now? Um, I well, to be honest, I mostly listen to myself. But <laughs> when I'm not doing that, I'm listening to Lil Baby, Lil Wayne, uh, Chris Brown, of course, uh, Eric Bellinger. Who's that? He's an R&B singer from California. He's dope. What's his he, name? His name is Eric Bellinger. He's um he's wrote a lot of hits for a lot of people, including Chris Brown. Eric Ballinger, he's really dope, man. Really dope. Ooh, damn. I got to check him out. Well, wait. So, hold on. Let's go back to this age restriction for tattoo thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I personally think that the age restriction for getting a face tattoo, mm -hmm. it should be an age where, like, you, like, you're mature enough to, like, that you've lived life, but mm -hmm. maybe, like, not mature enough to be like, to, because like, I feel like you should, I don't know. I actually, hold on, hold on. I, I, I didn't make sense right there. I feel like you should be at an age where you know that it's the right thing to do. You know, mm -hmm. I think that it should be 40 years old. When you hit 40 years old, you should be able to get a face tattoo. Yeah. I mean, that that's, that's agreeable. I mean, plus by then you probably won't even want one. So I mean. that's my point. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my point. Okay. There you go. Like, Whatever the age restriction is, it should be an age that the consensus is by that point, you wouldn't want one. So if you yeah. still want one, then you should be able to get it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, could, I can get behind that. I can yeah, get behind right? That. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, because you, you got to know for sure. Like, I have one tattoo that I regret. It's like on my fucking side. I got it in college on like a, like a for like a fraternity thing. Like, it was, it was cute. Like, a lot of my friends have the same exact tattoo. Um, it was cute, you know. Do you, do you have any tats? Yeah, I have about six. I think six or seven. 
Yeah, what's, what was the first one and what was the most recent one? Uh, the first one uh, was two at the same time. It was these right here on my wrists. I don't know if you can see it. What but is that? One's my mom's name with the, our last name, and then the other one is my son's name with our last name. I love that. Yeah, they look then, like like bracelets. And then yeah, just like a bracelet. And then what was the what what was the most recent one? The most recent one was the eight and the twenty four for Kobe. Well, where were you when Kobe died? I was at work actually here in Oklahoma. Yeah, how did you hear about it? Um, my girl actually called me and told me the news, and man, I just couldn't believe it. Dude, it makes you appreciate life, man. It really, it really does. It really does, because it does not matter who you are or what your status is. When it's your time, it's your time. Dude, yeah, we were just saying the same exact thing about money and getting in trouble. But, yeah, like, dude, if you are anyone, you can die at any fucking moment. Like, any anything can happen, so you have to really, really appreciate life. Like, someone like Kobe, I mean, dude, look at him. He was literally in a fucking helicopter going from one place to the other, probably to save time on the road. And he's probably ridden in a helicopter a billion times before. Yep. And, um, dude, that's terrible. Yeah, there, there, there was like a really, really fucked up but hilarious joke that came out that day about Kobe. Like, mm -hmm. and and this is it's fucked up, but I, I honestly reposted it because it was so funny. Um, do you know who Tony Hinchcliffe is? He's a comedian, and I actually, actually, this weekend I drove to Miami to see him perform twice, which was I'm a huge Tony Hinchcliffe fan, and this is messed up, and I'm sorry, I'm the, whatever. This is, <laughs> He tweeted this. Kobe passing? I don't believe it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. That's it good. Is, it's good. It's a Dude, good tip. That's, that's good. Like, it lightens the mood a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, 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 you said you went to Miami this weekend? Yeah. The what's what's the the guy name the comedian he's kind of heavy set guy, um, Burt Kreischer. No, another guy you actually posted. Well, Burt Kreischer is like super heavy set. Like he's like he's he's basically obese and he smells like shit. No, <laughs> no this this guy I'm talking about he was on um he's on this YouTube series called uh like Got Jokes or something like that. What's his name? Gabriel Iglesias. No, 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 no. You posted the guy. He's a uh, heavyset black guy. You posted him on your story. Oh, he's a heavyset. Oh, David Lucas. David Lucas. Yes, he's fucking hilarious, man. He's incredible. He's incredible, dude. Yes, man. I follow him on YouTube. Nice. Yeah, after the after the show on um, after the second night. So I say that I saw Tony Hinchcliffe um, perform. What it actually was is like, uh, so Tony's podcast is called Kill Tony. And the way mm -hmm. it works is uh, the audience members uh, put their names into a bucket. And during the show, like the whole premise of the show is this. They, we have the bucket on stage and Tony reaches in, pulls out a name, Y.O. And Y.O. walks on stage, does one minute of uninterrupted stand-up comedy and then they interview you that's the that's the it, it's great i actually flew to pittsburgh and like for kill tony and i signed up and i got up which was awesome wow. so that was super exciting that was before any of the graham radio stuff um and dude that was really really cool but after so david lucas was there like david lucas was um because david lucas is a regular on kill tony every single kill tony show he gets up so mm -hmm. um after the show i met david lucas like i shook his hand i said what's up to him like 
It was cool. He has yeah. really good skin. Like <laughs> his skin just looks so healthy. Like I, like, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. Like I mean, I, he must have like some serious moisturizing regiment like his like david lucas's moisturizing regiment is probably equally as serious as joe rogan's <laughs> vitamin regiment like probably. dude like i don't know i don't know what it is but like he's he just looks like um like he looks like uh like freshly washed sheets Fresh. yeah Fresh. like that's what his skin looks like it's like freshly washed sheets like Dude, it looks like uh, I don't know. Like it looks like when he gives you a handshake, it would be like a firm, like man handshake. But it would be like kind of like like it would be like soft. You know what I mean? Not in like a girly way, but I feel like it would be like you know when you uh, pet like a velvet couch and just how nice that feels. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's what it would be like. And then. Um, uh, this weekend, I also I, I also said uh, that, that actually it doesn't matter. But yeah, Kill Tony, fucking, that's a podcast that people should listen to and watch because it's so good. Do you do you uh, do you like podcasts? Like, do, do you listen to any podcasts? Um, I, I recently just started listening to one. Um, it's called uh, what was it called? I, I forgot the name of it, but it's uh. It's one of my friends from back home. That's why I started listening to it. Um, but I just can't remember the name. Success in the Success in the Culture podcast. That's the, what it's the Success in the Culture podcast. Yeah, Success in the Culture. S I T C. Um, Wait, let me uh, let me look it up. Yeah, it's on. I, well, I follow it on Apple Podcast, but um. Wait, how, they, how do I find it? Success in the Culture podcast. Like, do you know what their Instagram is? Um. Shit, it's on my phone. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Check it really quick. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. It's oh, you got a, it? Yeah, it's SITC podcast underscore. Um, yeah, that's yeah. it. I just, that's hit the, it. I just hit them with a follow. So these are your boys from back home? Yeah, from back home. You know, they just they just shoot the shit, you know, talk about people, stuff, stuff that people normally talk about. It's not not really too crazy. Not really too, you know, too serious. You know, it's just a loose atmosphere. People just shooting shit and chatting and speaking positivity into people, you know? Dude, I love that. And who are the guys, who are the hosts? Uh, the hosts are uh, T. Perry on Instagram, my homeboy T. Perry. And uh, what, is his, what is his Instagram handle, by the way? What is his name? What is his name on it? Hold on, let me find it for y'all because I, I want to make sure I plug them in too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Definitely plug them. Um, where's this damn Instagram? By the way, by the way, while you're doing this, I want to give a shout out to actually one of your fans who um connected me to you. Work. Um, yeah, I I DM'd you her uh username, and yeah, here it is. Yeah, for show, someone actually told me to check you out. Shout out to uh Mariah Ryab. Um, her her Instagram is Danielle underscore B underscore ninety two, yeah she um like I, I uh or she DM'd me about you. She said there is a there is a fire artist or sorry there is a fire artist and producer that is genuinely dope. He goes by Y O. If there is anyone I know that is worth your time, it is definitely him. You should check him out. 
So I said, yeah, for show. So shout out to Daniela B92 for uh, connecting me to you. Big, big, big shout out. I appreciate that love. I appreciate that. I love the fans, man. You got to. You got to. Oh yeah, man, it's essential. And right now you're uh, right now you're on your phone looking for uh, your buddy. Yeah, yeah, right? I'm still okay. So um, my guy Tabari Perry, his Instagram name is T Tabari T A B I R. I'm sorry, T A B A R I Perry P E R R Y, all one word. Okay, can you say that one more time? T A B A R I P E R R Y. Yes. Shout out to them. And um, yeah, and shout out to them. All right, cool. Let's get back to us. I miss your face. Bray, come back to me, baby. <laughs> back, hold on. All right, I'm back. I'm back. Shout out to my guys, man. I appreciate you, fellas. Dude, there he is. All right. Another thing that should have an age restriction is uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of something. Another, another age that should have an age restriction. Dude, maybe college. Maybe like what if people um, like after high school weren't allowed to go to college for like two or three years and like during those two or three years, they had to work like a, a job in like construction or go to the military, like something mm -hmm. that like takes them. Cause so let me, a little bit about myself. I grew up in like upper class suburban culture and mm -hmm. like every, like um, at my high school graduation, like I, my high school was, is the biggest public school in the nation, Cypress Bay high school. I graduated with 1400 people in my class and for a little bit of perspective, um, you know how at every high school graduation, there is a moment where they're like, okay, everyone who's going into the military or the armed forces, please stand up. You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I think four people stood up. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Because everyone else, because everyone's going to college, which isn't a bad thing, which isn't a bad thing. But I feel like when like your whole life, you're told like after high school, you go to college and after this, you do that. It's a little bit too structured and you get too comfortable. And like a lot of those people have never been in a situation where they like have to build uh, the only thing that they've ever built is a tree house in that. You know what I mean? Which is hard to do. Nothing. Life situations. Yeah, exactly. Like being in real life situations. And dude, I'm talking shit because I went to college right after. Dude, I went to from high school to college to law school with no breaks. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I bet that was fun. <laughs> it was. I honestly, I'm happy that I did it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm here now. Like yeah. d during those times, I mean, like, d um, like I definitely went, eh, it doesn't matter. But like a lot of people just like live these cushy ass lives and are never like never have to deal with like super hard labor. Like I've, it's, not like, it's not like I've ever worked a construction job or been like an auto mechanic, mm -hmm. you know, and those are like vocations. I, I heard someone's, this is third party information. I don't know how true it is, but um, I've heard that like people in vocations, like plumbers, electricians, there is a shortage of them. Yeah. There is. Yeah. And what that makes me think is like, I mean, dude, the more tech that comes into the world, the more there's going to be a need for electricians, right? Maybe not an electrician in like the classical sense of the word, like installing a, an, a power outlet, but who knows what sorts of things electricians will be doing in the next five, two years even with like crazy – I would probably think we would uh, 
probably be developing in more coders and, you know, technicians and, you know, maybe hackers and stuff like that. I think that's going to be like the next generation of those kinds of technicians. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm actually having a hacker on the podcast. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, let me give him a quick. Actually, it'll 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 take too long for me to find him. Uh, yeah, for, for, yeah. For for the listeners, I'm having a hacker on the podcast pretty soon. Very very cool guy. Um, I, 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 okay. When the internet first came around, electricians had to learn how to install Ethernet cables. You know, like that was a brand new thing. That was a brand new thing. And dude, how about the first electrician to figure that one out? That you know that guy made some money. Oh yeah. He's sitting pretty right now, probably. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But meanwhile, everyone, including me, goes to Florida, uh, goes to um, college, uni- university, and uh, it's just cushy and easy to like major in like business or whatever. Like, yep. the, the most broad thing ever to major in. Like, in my opinion, you have to become a thing. Like, that's why I went to law school, among other reasons. But one of the reasons that I wanted to go to law school was to, like, be, to, was to like become a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, if you're going to be a businessman, like, okay, what's your business? Whatever that business is, is what you are. Like, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, like, okay, cool, call yourself an entrepreneur, but what are you? Like, for example, let's say that you're an entrepreneur who sells a really cool type of towel that, like, also, like, like it's a towel, but it's also a hammock or something. I don't know. Um, okay, well then you're a towel, you're a towel and hammock salesman and marketer. That's a what ta- you are. A, a tammock. Yo, we're gonna be rich, dude. Yes, a tammock. So yeah, you're a tammock salesman and marketer. You work in the, uh, you work in the home appliances and, um, out you no, you work in the outdoor appliances space, you know, like you're a thing. And I think that when people go to college, including me, they don't realize that you sort of have to be a thing to be yeah. successful. Like, okay. Yeah, sure. You're like a fucking rapper or a producer, <laughs> but like what type of rapper? Like, is it like boom bap? Is it like pop? Is it like th- is it thuggy? Is it like underground sounding stuff? <laughs> what? What are you laughing about? He said thuggy. Thuggy, yeah. Is it what should I said? Yeah, it's a little thuggy, you know? Yeah. Little little boom bappy, whatever, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but like what are you? You know, like don't um, Yeah. I Dude. definitely you you have to have that niche, man. Exactly. And what I'm saying is like you, whatever that, whatever that niche is, is it niche or niche? I think it's both. Um, yeah. Yeah. You like, that's what you are. And a lot of people don't realize that that's how a lot of people end up in like stupid bullshit jobs that they, that they don't want. Like if you're going to go, like, yeah, like if you're going to go to school, like make sure that you're studying the things that you want to study. And that's like easy to say to, um, a senior in high school, but for that senior in high school, who's like, um, this person's entire life maybe was like really, really, really comfortable. They got too comfortable with it, you know? And, 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 that, and that, and then that translates to like their life. Yeah. I think that also goes with, uh, when you were saying like they, they should have to wait before they go to college, because I mean, not every student fresh out of high school knows exactly what they want to do for the rest of their lives. And that's why most of them end up in those dead end jobs, like you were saying. But so, I mean, I, I, I agree with you, man. I'm 
I didn't really know what I wanted to do after high school. But I mean, I just felt like the military was the only choice I had left. <laughs> and and I, let me and dude, let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with not knowing what you want to do after high school. In fact, if if a high schooler comes up to me and tells me what they want to do, well, prove it to me. Like if right. you really really want to do something, prove it to me. Like for example, let's say that someone comes up to me and tells me that they want to be a politician. Well, you better tell me all you like. Like okay, then what's going on in Bangladesh? Like, right. I don't know. I don't want to be a politician, but maybe you should know stuff about foreign policy and actually be interested in it. Like, yeah. th there's a difference between reading an article to impress people and reading an article because you want to learn what's in the article. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, there's a big right. difference between those two. But yeah, there should be like a w some sort of waiting period. And I'm not the first person to say this. I've heard this previously. But like, mm -hmm. if there was a waiting period in between high school and college where people could like try different things out with um, maybe the government backing them, maybe like you. Uh, do, do you know what Wanna Do City is? Water New City. Wanna Do City, like wanna wa like like W A N N A D O City. Uh huh. Okay, Wanna Do City was like a fun thing for like elementary school, middle school kids to even high school kids to do. It was like a um, like it was this big. It's not a city. It's like it's like a Chucky. It's like a it's like a. It, I'm not gonna say it's like a Chuck E. Cheese, but it's like a fun activity location to go. It's like a place to bring your fucking kids or whatever. Um, right. You you walk in and like there's like fun activities that are related <laughs> to being a fireman. Fun activities that are related to being a lawyer. Fun activities that are related to being a police officer, a, a plumber, a this, a that. And it, you take cute pictures with the fireman's hat and your whatever. That should be those two years in between high school and college. Like, in fact, I'm just, I mean, I'm not a parent, but it would be really cool to bankroll my kid during that time to mm -hmm. like somehow have that kid set up where like during those two years, like every three months they do something different. Like the first three months they're uh, doing research for an attorney. The next three months they are building uh, like spaceships, like mm -hmm. which, which is, would be a very cool thing to be doing. Um, but like give like, Give like you give your kids an opportunity to learn these things. Like if it was sponsored by the government, that would be absolutely incredible. It would be a lot of money, but it would be a good investment because then people would be doing things that they actually want to do, and then that would make them better at that thing. That's true, and you would have more jobs faster, which would mean a better economy. You would have better jobs faster. Like you would ha you would have better jobs, and you would be able to like create just better stuff. So yeah, like a two year waiting period before you go to college, because during that two year waiting period, maybe you'll figure something out and just go for it. And yeah. you know what, if that thing requires you to go to college or, uh, or college and grad school or college and grad school and like a medical residency, like whatever, like at least, you know, that like, at least you had that experience during those two years Mm -hmm. And you know that you're going to college for a purpose, not just to figure, I'm going to go there and figure it out. Like exactly. maybe kids are just not given the opportunity to truly figure things out. Like one thing that I hear a lot in, um, about like, like people, like people complaining in uh, about like high school is like, Oh, they don't teach you taxes in high school. 
first of all, like a lot of high schools do teach, teach tap. Have you not heard that before? Like, have you, have you, have you not heard like that, that complaint? Yeah, but it, it's about different things, but yeah, I have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like they don't teach you about like alimony. They don't teach you what a mortgage is. They don't teach you this. They don't teach you that in high school, but they're teaching you about the Pythagorean theorem. Well, the right. Pythagorean theorem is important because that teaches you logic, like getting good at math. It like is good for like logic because you ha you're you're basically putting puzzles together um mm -hmm. but like there's a lot of subjects that are in law that are in high school that are like psych like okay like psychology psychology is one of those uh subjects in high school that's good but a lot of people take it like th and then like all of a sudden they want to be psychologists because they got super into their AP psychology class. Well, what if there were other like types of classes that taught you cool shit? Like what if there was AP lawyer, AP law, where they taught you like, like a course that you would learn in law school, for example, criminal law, there was AP criminal law where you learn about all of the laws um, in the state of Florida or Oklahoma or Maryland or wherever you are, New York. And they teach you that in high school. And then like, like what I'm saying is the mere fact that people go to psychology and then say, Oh my God, I love this means that if there were other classes that were like different and cool to learn about that people would probably get interested in those too. Like, why not just open the floodgates on that? Now, with that being said, here's a cool idea. How about a, an online university where you have those options? Like, you, like, as a kid in high school, you have the option to, like, take any class, like, and that would be, like, your high school. I don't know. What what do you what do you think of online class? Um, I've I've done online classes before. I think it's great. What what's great about it? Um, the convenience. Um, I, sometimes it's easier. You know, some people, you know, get anxiety in classrooms around people and stuff like that. But I mean, I just felt as though it was just highly convenient because I mean, my computer was my studio computer as well, so I'm already in the studio. I can just knock out a homework assignment right back to making it. So, I mean, it was Dude. cool for me. Yeah, man, absolutely. Well, it's sort of a double-edged that, – that convenience is sort of double, a double-edged sword. Yeah, yeah, it because is. Because if you're – in anything in life, if you're too convenienced, then you're going to get comfortable. And be, getting comfortable is not a good thing. Like, if you're too – because getting comfortable, like, that breeds laziness because that makes you think that you don't have to work for things. But mm -hmm. the convenience allows you to do things that you actually enjoy. Like, let's say that you love doing music production. The convenience is you're in your production studio already. So you can get through these homework assignments and then just go straight into music producing. Yep. It was a beautiful thing, man. I loved it. Yeah, I, I dude, absolutely. So we're about to hit an hour. Um, I'd love some final words from you. Um, final words. Um, listeners, please, please, please go and stream my album on 420. It is called Lanes. It's going to be on every single streaming platform, including YouTube. Please, please run up those numbers. Run up those numbers. My name is Y.O. Again, the project is called Lanes. Thank you very much. All right, dude, it was great talking to you. Peace. Appreciate it, brother.